I have pen fed, that's a fact. I have pen fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, figgins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit penfed.org slash powercash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> Yuck. What's up? It's Aiden Jones. You're listening to Sitting Under a Tree for Tuesday, the 16th of March, 2021. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening to my podcast. <laughs> this, is, this is it. This is what the podcast is. I am so fucking itchy. My body hurts. Um, when did I talk about this? Did I talk about this last week? Or maybe I haven't talked about it on the podcast yet. I mean, what a saga. When did I go to the dentist? It must have been fucking... I don't know. Also, can, does, can anyone tell me why I have so many text messages on my phone? I don't know... I thought no one was using text messages anymore. I got a message last night from someone who I don't even know. I don't have their number saved. And then just all these companies messaging me. I'm just trying to find... Anyway, fu- whatever. This That's boring. I hate it. I'm itchy. And the reason I'm itchy is because uh, last week I went to the dentist and she threw a bunch of bugs down my pants. No. <laughs> and I, and I've, I'm wearing the same pants... Because I'm scared of being naked. No. <laughs> I went to the dentist um, because I had some fucking tooth pain. Uh, when must have that been? That must have been the week before, maybe. Oh, fuck. I don't know. Anyway, maybe I did talk about this, but I've, I'll talk about it again. I don't care. I went to the dentist and uh, I got um, some... Uh, antibiotics. Okay. So what it is, is like six years ago in 20, listen, all right, here's the truth. (laughs) Like five or six years ago, I was in Denmark and, um, in Copenhagen having lunch with my mate, eating some bread. And I've never been able to fully describe exactly what this is, but you know, when you swallow something and then in my terminology is I came back up, you know, like not the food as in like I was eating some bread and I took a bite and I like chewed it for a bit and then swallowed it. And then once I'd swallowed, I kind of, I guess I was just, my tongue was in my mouth and I was just like feeling around. And I noticed that half of one of my teeth, one of the kind of middle back teeth on the top, right, half of it was just gone. And, uh, I mean, that's, you know, that'll put a dampener on any function. Um, oh, nice bit of tea there to calm me down in the middle of a traumatic event story. So 
Yeah, I've, I had fucking half a tooth missing. So I, uh, well, that was the start of like, uh, that was when I was living in London, but I wasn't going to be back in London for like another two and a half weeks because we were traveling on a holiday. Uh, and I mean, I, that was a point in my life when I was absolutely broke living a hundred percent paycheck to paycheck, like had no money for a few days before I got paid every single pay. So there was no possibility of just getting that fixed up at a local dentist. So I was like, well, I guess I just, when I get back to London, I'll fix it. So I had two and a half weeks with only half a tooth and I got back to London and they have dentistry on the NHS there, which is sick. So I went in and I got a filling and I guess, I I think I remember them going, do you want like a silver filling or a another one that's like better? And I'm like, fucking, what's the cheapest one? They're like silver filling. So I got a silver filling. Cut to like a couple years ago in Melbourne and I finally get around to going to the dentist. There was like four years there where I just didn't go to the dentist. I was like, yeah, it'll be all right. <laughs> I just didn't go. Um, it's really bad. Pra if That's the thing, actually, that I've been fucking... Sorry to get political, but dentistry is so expensive in Australia. This What I'm coming up to is I need a... Uh, my dentist has said that that silver filling, the first time that I went in like two years ago, she was like, that's going to be an issue. And I went in again after having a bit of tooth pain and she was like, remember that silver filling? Well, it's an issue now. Um, so it's like just touching the nerve at the base of the tooth and uh, it keeps like rubbing and now there's like a bit of a bacterial infection in there. Basically, I need to get the filling took out. I need to get the whole tooth drilled from the inside, um, like which is a root canal. And then I need a, a crown on top of that. So that is all up in Australia, $5,000. And that, I don't want to get that. That's all of my money. I don't have any more money than $5,000. Why is it that just when, at the, when I'm at a point in my life when I've got some money, things start to cost more money? Like, I now have, I never would have had a $5,000 problem when I was 23. I'm 30, and now I've suddenly, there's like, hey, your problems cost as much money as you have. Fuck. And that anxiety has made me itchy. No, that's not what's made me itchy. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Part of learning how to riff well and be in the moment is to learn what things you just don't need to say. And that was one of I had one of them flash through my head just then. And if you want to know what it was, subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good Patreon for the pod, wouldn't it? Just um, rather than extra content, you can just write into me and, and ask me <laughs> what what horrific <laughs> thoughts I had during the recording this week that I couldn't share, that I didn't feel comfortable just putting out there. So I just you you just message me and give me five bucks, and I'll go. <laughs> And I'll just be like, oh, I was thinking of saying something racist. <laughs> Wicked. Um, all right. So, um, yeah, I, I was, uh, so that's, that's basically the story of the dentist thing. And I'll tell the rest in a second. I'm getting to why I'm itchy. I'm getting to why I'm itchy. Um, that's gross to say, isn't it? I'm itchy. That is quite a personal thing. I guess it just implies nether regions when you say you're itchy no one's like oh your face 
oh, your, your knee must be itchy. No, they're immediately like, the inside of your asshole must be itchy. The, the, the crease in between your penis and your balls, that must be the itchy part. Itchy as a word just has illicit connotations, doesn't it? And that's interesting. Let's all think about that for a bit. Um, yeah, so I'm at the dentist. She's going. And I know because Pete Jones has a bit about how he got a root canal and crown in the UK and it cost him like 400 pounds and it would have cost him $5,000 in Australia. <laughs> and how it would actually be cheaper to just get a return flight to the UK, get the procedure done over there than it would be to get done in Australia. And it's, it's wild that it's just so fucking expensive. And then it's just like, people aren't going to get it done. Why is it so expensive? That's what I'm angry about this week. All right. Why is dentist dental work? So expensive in this country when I can go, I can go to Bali, except I can't. This is the fucking problem that I'm faced with now is I have a pending bill for $5,000 worth of dental work that I need to get done. And she basically, my dentist said, look, you can either get it done now. I can refer you to a specialist and we'll do it. Or we can just see how it goes. And, uh, you know. If you can deal with it, my, I'm now trying to steal myself for like, I think I did talk about this last, I can't fucking remember, man. Um, I'm stealing myself for, can I wait six months to fucking get this work done somewhere else? Even if I just wait till the international borders open and I I can fly to like Bali, apparently it's like a hundred bucks in Bali. I looked um, how much it is in New Zealand and some site was doing like a comparison and, uh, because it's like Australia is like the only country where it's more expensive than New Zealand. And in New Zealand, I think in Australia all up, it's like five grand and in New Zealand, maybe it's four because I was thinking maybe we we're going to do that travel bubble thing with New Zealand, but I don't know. Apparently that's not happening anymore because, uh, because we're dicks in Australia and we won't do the same back for them that we're asking or whatever. I don't fucking know who cares. So, now I'm thinking it's going to be, they're looking at doing a travel. Suddenly I'm way more interested in the news. Now that I've gone, I'm like, please open the borders with a country that has cheap dental. Um, they're looking at doing a travel bubble with Singapore. And I'm like, maybe I could get to Singapore when we have a bubble with them. I wonder how much dental work is. Okay, Google, let's find out. How much does it cost to get a root canal in Singapore? Oh, cunt! Why did you go so quick? Fucking hell, man. Okay, Google. Let's try again. How much does it cost to get a root canal in Singapore? According to No Frills Dental, root canal costs Singapore. In No Frills Dental, root canal treatment range from $500 to $950, depending on the complexity of the treatment procedure. Yeah, that's pretty good, hey? All right. I wonder if those are coming up on the pod. I've never checked. Someone write into me if there's a bunch of dead air there, but I held the phone right up to the microphone, so it should be good. Anyway, so 500 to 900, whatever, a grand. But in Australia, the root canal procedure costs three and the crown costs two. So that's that's looking all right. Maybe that's an option. 
if you guys in like three months' time see that I'm posting about like, hey, can't wait to do these gigs in Singapore, <laughs> you'll know oh, Aiden's going over there to get his face drilled into. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's where I'm at kind of mentally with the tooth thing. And then also, though, so my um, so all last week, I just I went for a fucking long bike ride. What day was that? Uh, it might have been Wednesday. I think that was Wednesday last week. I mean, it's been a pretty busy week, hasn't it? It's been a pretty busy week. Um, yeah, I went for a long bike ride. I bought the new bike a couple of weeks ago. The commuter, little bloke here, got myself a bloody commuter. Did not? Yeah, just went down, down, down on Facebook Marketplace. Got myself a commuter. Pretty happy with the deal. 400 bucks down from 12. Yeah, 400 down from 12 undy. Yeah, it's a nice little commuter. <laughs> what bike you got there, mate? Yeah, just got myself a uh, nice, little, nice little commuter. Yeah. Yeah, just got him for the commute. What do you do for job? I, uh, I, I uh, paint murals of uh, Renaissance art on the side of hot air balloons. The guy with the minging voice just has like a really specialized, highly artistic and creative job. That's that's the joke there is because that guy, his voice makes him sound stupid. So how how nice would it be if his job was actually something incredibly cultured? There you go, his buddy commuter. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking what am I talking about? So... <laughs> That, you ever notice that that's my, like, when I'm just sick of the thing that I'm saying? I'm like, so, um, so, what was I talking about again? So I've got my fucking, oh, what was I talking about? Got the bike, went on a long bike ride. Yeah. I woke up one morning and I was just like, I'm going to get out of bed right now and go on a long ride. Went on this bike ride. I guess I must have gone to the dentist on Monday or Tuesday last week. Um, and yeah, I went on this bike ride. No, maybe I went on the week before. Fuck. I don't know. I'm getting my timelines confused. I went on like a 35k bike ride. It was a marvelous, stupendous ride up Merry Creek all the way to, if you're in Melbourne, let me just check. If you're in Melbourne, let me just check. I'm really excited this week, aren't I? If you're in Melbourne, let me just check. Up to the Thomastown, no, that's a suburb, up to the Metropolitan Ring Road. Um, basically up to the end of like Merry Creek where you, when you hit like the big, big highway. And then I turned along the highway and then went back down the Maribyrnong Creek Trail and just a, just a truly marvelous ride, 35 Ks. Um, that day though, I did kind of stress myself out, which was annoying. Like I went, I got up at maybe nine and just jumped on the bike straight away. Had the ride, had my little bag of scroggin with me. I don't know if anyone else calls it scroggin. Mix, trail mix, trail nuts that I got from Coles that I've been, I'm a convert, I'm converted, man. I'm a new convert to the mixed nuts. It's good shit. When I'm at work, when I'm at work, when I need a little bit of a pick me up, I try a bit of scrotum. It's pronounced scroggin. Scroggin. Yeah. I like the mixed nuts, man. Um, 
I've been eating them a lot at work. It's like a few different kinds of nuts and then a bit of chocolate. If you're a bit naughty, some dried fruit, whatever. You know how food works. Um, so I had a bit of that, went on my ride and then I noticed cause I had a therapy appointment at midday that day and I was like, not looking like I was going to get back at 1130, but you're on a bike. So you kind of, it's not like you can just, I can't, I, I mean, I could lock the bike somewhere and get an Uber back and feel like I'm not going to be rushed, but that's just a big failure, isn't it? So I rode too far is what I was saying. I bit off too much, more than I could chew. Yum, yum, yum. Um, so I kind of stressed myself out and then I jumped in the shower quick and then jumped back on the bike to ride to therapy and forgot my fucking bike lock. So I got to therapy and I was like, this is a good first impression, isn't it? I'm late. I've forgotten my lock. So I get in there and I'm just like, I've left my bike out the front of your office. Is that okay? That's not what I want to talk about. I just, <laughs> that's the first thing I say to my therapist. Hey man, I just left my bike out the front of your office. It's not locked up because I forgot my fucking lock because I went, I woke up and I fucking went for a fucking ride, okay? The guy's like, okay, and why do you think you did that? And I'm like, shut up. I want to talk about some other shit. That's just a problem. That We'll get to that. That's a manifestation of the deeper problems. Right, so I go for this ride. Um, and then like the next day I start to see, and this is where it gets a little bit of an overshare, like a rash on the inside of my upper thigh. Let's call it the groin just for clarity's sake. We'll call it the groin. And I'm like, I just, I went, I rode in fucking chinos like an idiot because I don't have any riding equipment. And I guess I just don't believe that those things apply to me. <laughs> I just am like, I know everyone says that you got to ride with riding shorts and there are literally shorts that are called riding shorts that are developed for that purpose, but I'm going to ride in drawstring chino pants that where the moisture stays in the pant and then just continuously rubs against the inner side of your leg because I think I'm immune to chafing. I really have a thing where I don't believe that the problems that other people have apply to me until undeniably they are like, I will never, if someone's like, Hey man, watch out for that. Th whatever that thing happened to me and it was really bad. I'll go. Yeah. Thanks man. But in my head, I'm like, what a fucking loser that happened to them. That's never going to happen to me <laughs> until it happens to me. And then I'll go back to them the next week and be like, man, how crazy is this? This thing happened to me. And they're like, oh, I told you about that thing last week. Why didn't you take my advice? And I'm like, I don't know, man. I guess I'm dumb. But inside, I'm like, it's because I think I'm better than you. That's it. That's it. I figured it out. Well, the podcast has served its purpose. So I go for this ride. I get some chafe. And I'm like, all right, I got to buy some bike shorts. That's a bummer. That I, it hurt. And it's just like getting real itchy, man. And you know when you're itchy, it really is like... It'll really turn you into a baby being itchy. It turns me into just a helpless, defenseless little child. Because when you're scratching an itch, that's like as vulnerable as you're ever going to be. Like if you're really going hammer and tongs for it. Not if you're just like, oh, my back's itchy. Oh, there it is. Got it. If you're like, I need to just get this spot, all defenses are down. If you ever want to like get someone to... I guess, submit to a contract that is wildly imbalanced terms or what would you, what's a good way to exploit someone when they're vulnerable? Um, yeah, I don't know. Steal money off them. 
get them to agree to something. When they're itching themselves, that's the that's the moment. Because when do you itch yourself? Not in public, not for like a prolonged itch. It's really a private moment. I'll do it around my girlfriend and that's that's it. I'm not doing it around not doing it around me bloody mum, that's for sure. Do you ever itch yourself in front of your parents? No way. Your friends? Probably not. No, it's too personal. It's too physical. It's too of the body, corporeal, if you will. Um, yeah, there's something about itching, isn't it? It's very private. Um, but then when you do it, I think maybe part of that is just like when you do it, you're really giving yourself over to like, I'm def- I'm helpless against this thing. And you know it's bad to be scratching the itch. Ultimately, you're like hurting your body. You're like ripping layers of skin off, but you're just like, I can't help it. It's really a sad thing. Anyway, I've talked about that enough. You get it. So I'm like, yeah, I'm like fucking itching my itching my groin, man. All week. Just like, oh. <laughs> it fucking sucked. But it started to spread. So it's like in the inside of my elbows and I'm still attributing it to the bike. Like, oh, maybe I fucking... Maybe that, like, when I'm riding my bike, like, I kind of moving my arms and, like, the sweat inside my elbows is, like, chafing there as well. Um, and then I'm getting it, like, you know, underarms. You try and itch your underarm, you're like a monkey. I'm, like, naked in my room, standing there, itching my underarm with that arm like a fucking baboon. I've been really vulnerable this week in a physical, very real sense and now it's spreading to my feet, right on the sock line. So my whole foot, just up to where my sock sits, is just fucking... There's no breaking of the skin. I don't know why I'm telling you guys as much detail. But the skin's not breaking. It's just red in, like, little dots. And then as soon as where my sock line ends, it just stops. It just fucking... Yeah, all over, man. Super itchy. And I finally realized yesterday, my dentist gave me antibiotics to try and fight this infection, this bacterial infection between the filling and the nerve in my tooth, which maybe might work, maybe might not, because antibiotics, I've read about this, have like they move through, the, through your blood and there's no blood vessels in the tooth, but maybe it might get close enough that the little blood vessels might be able to throw the antibiotics at the bacteria like they're standing on the other side of a, of a canyon and they're like, come on, you fucking dogs. Fucking have some antibiotics, you fucking rat dogs. And the bacteria are like, nee, 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 nee. we're in the tooth. They're not in the tooth, they're next to the tooth. You know what I'm, yeah, you, you guys are smart enough to understand what's going on here. I'm losing my mind. So yeah, I got, I got this antibiotics and I've had an allergic reaction to it. I looked it up yesterday. There are some antibiotics that are very common a lot of people have allergic reactions to them and and one allergic reaction is just a full body rash and what you're supposed to do is as soon as the rash appears you stop taking the antibiotics but I didn't realize that that's what it was so I'm on the last of a seven day course finally realizing that the reason I've got this rash that's just spreading like fucking wildfire over my entire body is because three times a day I'm popping these fucking give me a rash pills so that's what's been going on with me this week. <laughs> it's so bad, man. It's so bad. 
It's fuck every fucking day. I just get home. I get into my room. I take off my clothes, and I'm just like. <laughs> Horrific. Absolutely horrific. I think I'm going to call the podcast uh, a rash decision this week. Hey, how about that? Bit of a pun, bit of a play on words, bit of a jeu de mots. I don't know if that's how they say it in French. What's the picture going to be this week? The picture for this week. Oh, oh, the picture for this week. This, 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 this week, 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 week is last night we won the final. That's why I fucking talked about this a couple of weeks ago. We won the semifinal in the in indoor soccer and last night we won the final and they gave us fucking trophies, man. Are you kidding me? It was like the sweetest thing ever. We won out of nowhere. We forgot. That the season was even happening. And then we were in the finals. And then last week we won the semi. And this week or two weeks ago we won the semi. And then we had the extended final season punctuated by the long weekend. No game. So we had two weeks to stew and be nervous and just think about the week. The game coming up. Everything we've worked for. And last night the boys turned up. Laced up their boots and provided a, a performance for the ages. Um, yeah, we won 5-0. It was a very close game. 2-0 most of the game. I scored the opener. Felt good. Rick scored the other four. What a king. Um, and yeah, just the rest of the game. Like It was 2-0 for most of the game and it was close. It felt like if they scored the next goal at any point... We'd be fucking in real trouble, but we just kept at him and kept at him and kept at him. And then when, when the third went in, that was pretty much it. And we ended up just, we got away with it and we won. And they gave us little trophies. Rick got man of the match. He got another little trophy. The other team who came second, they got trophies. And it just, God, man, it really... Uh, it doesn't mean much. I mean, it's just a silly social indoor soccer league. And we're in the B division. We're not even in the top division. But getting those trophies and then having a team photo, it just, there's a real camaraderie to playing sport with a, a bunch of dudes everywhere. That's literally my third week back since COVID. But I've been playing with these guys for a while. And like, I don't know, man. It's just like, we're friends. We're guys. Here we are doing a thing together. And we reached a point. It just felt so good and pure good as well. There was no like, it was one of those rare feelings where it just felt completely good. There was no tinge of sadness or like a bad feeling about it. It was all just like we did it and and, and great. That's going to be the photo for this week is our team photo. Um, with all the, with it, with our trophies there. Yeah, that was fucking sick. All right. Um, I think I've got one. Do I want to talk about, I don't really have much to say about the garden. Tomatoes are going good. Piano. I'm not going to, I still, I'm sick of playing the fucking, um, the arrangement of someday that I wrote now. That melody was in my head for a while, but it's good. It's annoying to me now. I played it too much. So sorry. Um, 
I'm going to read another one of these yarns from the Australian Yarn. If you didn't listen last week, I was at a bookshop in Kyneton. Um, just the most chaotic bookshop ever with insane books that I have no idea why anyone would want any of them or what could be gleaned from them. And not even that the bookshop was bad. That's what made it such a cool bookstore is all of these old used books. And the best thing that I could find was a book called The Australian Yarn by Ron Edwards. And I want to read one and I want to try and read it in, uh, so all of these yarns were, this guy went around Australia in the sixties and seventies and interviewed people in, um, in like bars and pubs and just working men and got their stories and recorded them, I think with an audio recorder and then just transcribed them. And that's the book. And, um, what I was thinking about actually in light of all of the protests yesterday in Australia and everything that's just happened in Scotland and in the UK with like women being unsafe and the, the protests for like women's voices to be heard what this book really is, is not a bunch of yarns per se. It's, I mean, it is, but like, it's not the Australian yarn. It's the Australian man's yarn because all of these are just stories told by working men about men pretty much, or men doing things. Maybe there's women in the stories, but they're all stories for men. Um, anyway, I'll tell this one's called cigarette, cigarette thief. Uh, Yard men are the arsehole of the hotel business. Take the sniffing, griping bastard we had with us. I always leave more smokes laying on one of the benches where I'm working, and I notice a few were getting knocked off all the time. It was this yard man. Yeah, yard man? Yeah, it was this yard man. Every time he came to walk through the kitchen, he would pinch a smoke if I wasn't watching him. Anyway, this day I gammoned not to notice him as he came through, and I watched him out the corner of my eye as he reached for the packet. I was standing about 15 feet away, and just as his fingers touched the end of the smoke, I swung around and let go with the meat cleaver. It hit that cigarette right in the middle and cut it in two. That miserable bastard jumped like a rabbit and off, and he didn't have to, and he didn't ever try and pinch one of my smokes again. That's the story. That was from a chef in Victoria in 1951. Fucking how about that, eh? So that is what that story is. I like the word gammoned in there. Anyway, this day I gammoned not to notice him as he came through. I gammoned not to notice him as he came through. I pretended. I feigned ignorance. Um, so the guy's been stealing his smokes. Old chef pretends not to notice. And then when he grabs one, reaches for the packet, chef turns around and throws a meat cleaver at the guy hit the cigarette in the middle and cut it in two and the guy ran away. I guess that's how problems were solved in Victoria in 1951. Fuck, I mean, that's almost, that is, it's 80, 80, 70, uh, 70 years ago. Guys throwing meat cleavers around at a dude. So like the guy's grabbing a cigarette. That's how close, that was like an inch or two from fucking cutting that guy's finger off. He threw a meat cleaver at a man. And the meat cleaver missed the man and cut a cigarette in two. And this guy's just like, yeah, pretty sick, eh? That's what this book is full of is, I was just thinking that as I read it, I was like, this isn't a story. This isn't just like, oh, an Australian story about Australians. This is just a collection of stories of what men are like. 
And I guess, like, if that was a chef in Victoria in 1951, my grandpa was born, I think, in 45. So maybe that guy is the generation before my grandpa. So like my great-grandparents. So imagine if that's your dad. If your dad is the kind of dude. And, and then you're his son. And growing up, if he's told a guy to bar that story, no way he hasn't told his son that story. Hey, little Jimmy, come here and let me tell you about the time I nearly cut a bloke's finger off for stealing me smokes. <laughs> and then you tell your son that story and your son looks up to you and loves you and he's like, yeah, man, that's my dad. What a great man. My dad, he doesn't take shit from no one. He almost cut a bloke's fingers off for stealing his smokes. And the lesson in that is... If you see someone who's too poor to buy their own cigarettes so they're stealing yours, don't 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 <laughs> don't be charitable to them or be like why is he so poor that he has to steal my cigarettes? Maybe yard men in the restaurant, maybe they're such pieces of shit cuz they don't get paid very well. No, don't worry about that. Just try and cut his fingers off. <laughs> and you're telling that story to your son. And then your son grows up with the idea of like, if anyone ever tries to take shit from you, don't think why, just wait, try and catch them and then cut their fingers off. I mean, it's a wonder that it's, it's, it really is a marvel that any of us have any fingers at all. <laughs> if these are the, these are the stories that are being passed down <laughs> as men. Fucking hell, man. No wonder there's no famous Australian pianists. <laughs> All right, whatever. Um, I'll probably tell more of those stories at the end every week, I reckon. That's a pretty fun one, hey? Imagine if that's your dad. What weird story did my dad tell me? I'm thinking of a time when my dad told me uh, the only time he ever like got in a fight was on the hockey pitch when some guy was just like kind of sniping at him all game hitting him in the shins and stuff. My dad turned around, chased the guy down the pitch and like jumped on top of him and punched him in the head. And he told me that. And I reckon I idolized that. I reckon I did. I reckon I did idolize that. I reckon when my dad told me that story, I was like, fuck yeah, that's my dad. He doesn't take shit. He stands up for himself because he's a man. What should he have done? Probably that. I don't know. I mean, that's what I feel like I would want to do that. If someone's having a go at you, you don't go to the ref. He keeps hitting me in the shins with his stick. He come like a baby. You don't want to sound like a baby. You want to sound like, hey, you hit me in the shins with your stick. I'm going to beat the shit out of you, pussy. What is a better thing to be teaching men? In that, the chef situation, he should be going, well, hey, man, I see that you're stealing my cigarettes. I don't want you to do that. And if you do it again, how about that? If you do it again, I'm going to cut your fingers off with this meat cleaver. But before we get to that point, let's try and figure out why. Do you not get paid enough? Would you like some more money? Maybe you would like a cigarette allowance. And we try and figure out whether it's personally that guy's problem or if it's like a systemic problem of yard men not getting paid enough. Maybe the guy was getting paid enough, but he was just like a moocher and he didn't want to pay for his own cigarettes because he was ashamed of his addiction and he didn't want to make it more real by like, well, if I go out and spend my money on cigarettes, then it's impacting me and I should just not smoke. Maybe he could, you know, 
There's a lot more going on. And the first thing to do should not be to throw a meat cleaver at the man. It should be to ask him what's going on. Anyway, I think I've rambled about this enough. Don't you reckon? I hope you guys are good, man. Comedy Festival starts in uh, nine days till my first show. If you're in Melbourne and uh, you haven't bought tickets to my show yet, please do. If you want... Um, or if you're fucking, I mean, not if you want, use the discount code. I've set up a discount code for outrageously cheaper tickets. They're 15 bucks now down from 25. If you come to the first four shows. So that's, uh, the 25th of March, 26th, 27th, 28th. That's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, next week from when this is being recorded. If you're listening, when it's coming out. So if you're in Melbourne and you want to come check my show out, come on opening weekend, Bring a little crew and, and use the discount code Comedy Taco, all caps, all one word. Comedy Taco. Comedy Taco. Comedy Taco. Yeah, come, man. Come to the show. And other than that, have a sick week. Thank you guys very much for listening. This has been Aiden Jones sitting under a tree. Peace.